millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good morning, everyone. Now, at the time I created this stream, this was nothing more than a threat. But I've just learned direct from a source in the courtroom that in the last few minutes, Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht have been jailed for their refusal to name an FBI confidential human source. It's an absolute travesty. The judge asked them to break federal law. In a civil matter, this is not a criminal trial. They're not guilty of anything. Keeping in mind that Connick and Eugene Yu are still under indictment in Los Angeles County Superior Court. Judge Kenneth Hoyt is completely flouting the law, setting a horrific precedent. The fact this is happening in America and Texas at that, it's disgusting. Nate Kane is going to be joining me. He's getting additional live reports right now from the courtroom. And we'll be going over what happened, why it's happening, and more importantly, the reasons why it should not be happening. So do me a favor, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn. And I have a special message from the sponsor of this program. So thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, real briefly here about the case itself before Nate Kane joins us on the line. As I said in the introduction, he is getting some uh, ad- additional live breaking reports from people who were inside the courtroom. Uh, as I stated in the introduction as well, Greg and Catherine have been jailed, uh, and we don't yet know whether or not they're going to be able to post bond. We don't yet know whether their lawyers will be filing an emergency appeal with the Fifth, Cir- Fifth Circuit Court. Uh, but I can imagine that their legal team is going to be doing as much as they possibly can. Nate, are we ready? Okay. All right, Nate, uh, I'm going to be bringing you in on screen right now. All right, Nate, thank you very much for joining us today. I'm glad to be here, Zach. 
I'm sorry it's under such uh, uh, horrific circumstances. I was saying in the introduction to the audience that when I made the card this morning, it was obviously just a threat. They hadn't been taken to jail uh, and the court proceedings hadn't even begun. Uh, but while we were preparing to go live, they started a little bit early. Can you give us uh, a little bit of information about what happened this morning when that court hearing began? Um, from what I've heard uh, from inside, you know, from a, a source inside the court is that the uh, the judge is uh, making the accusation uh, that Greg has uh, or had access to the data um, that was supposedly on the, you know, Connich server. Um, there, you know, there's there's a problem with that because um, Greg wasn't the one who actually accessed, you know, the. And I say with air quotes because there's yeah. a question as to whether this is a Connich server or not. Um, the, the problem with the TRO is the TRO, the temporary restraining order, uh, it, it makes reference to a hack against a Connich server. But if that server uh, resides in China, then how can that be a Connich server? And that mm-hmm. is a that is really kind of central to this whole problem, right? Um, the the evidence that was found and was handled, you know, was handed into the FBI by another person um, who was named, you know, in court as a, a man by the name of Hassan um, was, was information that was hacked from a server in China, not from Connich's servers in Lansing, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, now in the Los Angeles County DA's own complaint, uh, they stated that they found the that uh, Eugene Yu admitted that PII was on servers uh, in China, uh, and he admitted that um, uh, you know which by the way that violates the contract that he had with Los Angeles. That is the basis right. of the case that Los Angeles has against him. Um, it, it is also though a big problem in that it's a federal crime uh, for a company that has. Uh, uh, that provides services, hardware, or software to national critical infrastructure, which election systems are, um, to have transactions with foreign adversaries, which China is listed, and that is 15 CFR Chapter Seven. Um, so there are other, you know, things at play here that are going on, and um, the the those facts, the judge uh, Kenneth Hoyt in Texas, in Southern District. Um, uh, of Texas did not want to hear. Uh, he had no interest in hearing them. Um, I was actually down there uh, in court on Thursday <clears throat> and um, was there prepared to actually provide uh, a sworn statement um, about evidence that, that I had seen uh, as part of my, uh, my company's role uh, in assisting a, a certain law enforcement agency uh, in their investigation, you know, of these matters, um, the what we observed, okay, was that this data was in fact found on servers in China. Uh, what we observed was that the, in all likelihood, the people who were doing the um, development of Conscious software are Chinese nationals. We have no reason to believe otherwise. Um, the also the other thing that we saw, uh, which is a, a you know a great concern, is that the company uh, that is involved with doing the development 
uh, appears to be, you know, a company subsidized by uh, the government of China. Mm-hmm. So those facts, um, you know, are, are pretty serious. Uh, the other thing that was also a thing that was listed in the complaint, and I can confirm that I've seen this, uh, is that there was a message uh, that was passed by the CTO uh, in a chat room um, communication uh, with these Chinese developers uh, that indicated that the super user uh, passwords were passed, or, or I should say that rather that the account, um, that their user account had a, a flaw in it that allowed for uh, the develop the Chinese developers to be able to uh, convert their account into a super user account, which would give them access into uh, the poll chief servers. So th- this is a, uh, as far as I'm concerned, a serious, you know, national security threat. That information, by the way, is public. It is, it is in, uh, LA County's, um, uh, in, in their charging statement planning. And so those facts not being taken into consideration in this case, uh, in my opinion, is a, a grave miscarriage of justice because essentially you have a, a defamation case, which uh, what they are being accused of, um, you know, as to falsely saying about Connich has been thus far confirmed to be true uh, by L.A. County. And so why this case hasn't been thrown out, uh, I, I don't understand why it hasn't been thrown out. Uh, but this judge does not seem to have a a good grasp, nor did he care to even understand uh, how the technology works or how, um, you know, what these concepts of, of the location of servers and who owns them, that doesn't seem to be material to him. But I do believe it matters. Well, I, I think it's undoubtable that it does matter. I mean, the claims made against Connick uh, are the substance of the charges that were brought against Connick by Los Angeles County. And for the judge to ignore the proceedings that are taking place in California just because they happen to be in California uh, is a grave miscarriage of justice because I'm you know, frankly, I'm shocked that this defamation case against true the vote is is continuing on in light of what's happening in Los Angeles County. I mean, obviously, Connick is guilty uh, until proven innocent. Eugene, you excuse me, they are innocent until proven guilty. Um but the evidence ha- has already been put forward. Uh, I mean, we have the statements from people within the company themselves. We have the paper trail that we can point to. Uh, you know, th- there there was no hack. Of, you know, I, well, let me ask you this. Do you perceive the retrieval of that data and uh, the information that was gathered to bring charges against Connick? Was, would that be considered a hack of, uh, of Connick servers, or are they using that term because of its negative connotation? Um, my understanding is that, uh, and first of all, let me make this clear. Uh, Greg did not hack anything. Correct. Catherine did not hack anything. In fact, Catherine never even saw it. Mm-hmm. Greg saw it in a room uh, where another FBI uh, confidential informant had done the quote-unquote hack. Mm-hmm. But my understanding is is that hack uh, was made on a um, on a Mongo database uh, that was on a Chinese server behind Chinese firewall. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's get this straight. This is not a Connich server in Lansing, Michigan. Okay. This was data that was downloaded that's never been released to the public. None of the PII 
has ever been released to the public and nor has there ever been any intent to do such as that would be, you know, a irresponsible and dangerous and possibly illegal thing. This information was downloaded over a period of time. You're talking about uh, three terabytes of data. You can't just download three terabytes of data without getting bumped off, you know, or, or, yeah. or cut off by, by the Chinese. So the, the, um, what was, uh, spoken about in court was that the, the man in question, uh, who is not Greg, uh, accessed this, this server through a, a flaw in a database. Okay. A, um, and was able to basically pull down, uh, there was default passwords essentially still in place on this Mongo database, which allowed him to take advantage of an exploit and download, you know, the data that was on that database. Um, I don't know the exact, you know, the, 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 uh, specific, uh, uh, vulnerability that was taken advantage of, but it's irrelevant. The fact is, is that the claim that was made was that this data was found. Uh, and then that was, uh, provided to the FBI, um, by this, this person and Greg and, uh, Catherine were also, um, you know, communicating with the FBI, on the basis of what they were finding because uh, they were utilizing, you know, other open source tools to confirm these connections. They didn't want to just take what they saw and believe it because they don't have the access to access that data. Right. So right. they were doing things like using tools such as binary edge, which is an open source tool. Um, they were doing, you know, basically the equivalent of like Google searches, um, you know, with, with researchers that they were working with, uh, to try to find information on these different players and and uh, using security tools uh, like security trails, which looks up reverse DNS and things like that. Right. So there's nothing illegal about that. And yet this judge doesn't understand uh, this type of technology. He doesn't understand these concepts. And uh, and he he doesn't care. I, I really the sense that I got was, a, you know, an extremely uh, arrogant um, you know, judge who, who believes, I mean, his own words, he said, I have the highest clearance in the land. I'm a federal judge. You cannot keep anything from me. You will not, uh, bargain with this court. I mean, it's like, uh, it, it was just insane. I've never seen anything like it. Complete miscarriage of justice. So, so ultimately, and my point is, um, you know, the characterization of what, happened in this investigation as a hack. It implies something malicious. That's how a number of outlets in the media are reporting it. But this type of security probing and the handoff of the information to the FBI, this is de rigueur. I mean, this happens all the time. Like, if you see something, you say something. And especially when it's an issue of national security and personal identifying information of Americans are being kept and uh, handled and accessed by members of the Chinese Communist Party or the PLA, whatever it might be. It's happening. It's in China. We know they all have access to it. That right, right there is a federal crime. Now, <laughs> it's, uh, again, another shocking thing here. The the the, the revelation of an, a named FBI confidential human informant, that right there, that would be a federal crime in and of itself as well, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Yeah. Yes, it would. So, you know, there there are questions as to whether or not um, you could name uh, an informant uh, through a process of um, providing an under seal. But the judge made it very clear that he'll unseal anything he feels like. 
uh, and that he and that's that that was the the reference to the comment that he made about um you know being the uh you know having the highest clearance in the land is that you know that he can unseal anything he wants and uh you know and that you know there is and, and this was one of the things that that I had written a, a sworn statement about is that anybody who is revealing um or anybody who gets revealed that is a confidential informant that that had accessed or that had um uh you know provided information you know uh on the 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 on the uh, PRC uh, or the PLA um you know those people's lives would be endangered right. by having their names exposed okay yeah. it, it's not you know we're talking about foreign spies we're not talking about uh you know hollywood uh you know leaks or something like that this is uh, involving a foreign adversary uh, that do have spies uh, that do kill people uh that do attack people uh, and kidnap people you know there there's tons of evidence of this I, i've been in this business for over 25 years okay mm-hmm. Um, and in that time, I've worked for uh, various government entities, and uh, many of which um, have dealt with specifically China as a foreign adversary. And uh, and I'm telling you that the danger is real, and I don't understand why the court doesn't seem to give a damn about that. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, there's something going on here. I'm not quite sure, um, you know, why this judge is uh, treating um greg and Catherine with such uh um differential treatment than than how they are treating the plaintiff you know a judge in a courtroom right is supposed to you know justice is supposed to be blind and a judge is supposed to you know to be unbiased clearly this judge has some sort of bias mm-hmm. um the fact that when i was in the courtroom one of the things that happened that, that was shocking to me is at the very very beginning of the case or you know before they even really started uh, one of the uh, one of the attorneys for uh, Greg and Catherine uh, was able to secure a phone call uh, from the assistant uh, district attorney of Los Angeles so that telephonically the um, the uh, the ADA could provide information to the court and explain, you know, what they had found uh, that would essentially, you know, um, cast doubt on the, the claims being made by Connich. Mm hmm. And um, and the judge made it clear he didn't have anything to do that. This case had nothing to do with L.A. He wasn't interested in talking to anybody. He was not going to take a phone call from the ADA. He didn't care who it was. He wasn't going to take a call. So, you know, that right there, if if that's all the judge had done and he had been, you know, consistent with that throughout the case, that would have been one thing. But he was not consistent with that. So. He said he didn't want to hear about anything related to L.A. And yet later in the case, when Greg was on the stand and when Catherine was on the stand and they were being cross-examined by the plaintiff's attorneys. And let's and I say plaintiff because there's no prosecutor in this case. Mm -hmm. This is not a criminal case. This is a civil case. Yet they're being treated like criminals. Okay, they're they're being treated like they've committed some sort of crime. Now, the um, uh, the plaintiff's attorneys cross-examined uh, both Greg and Catherine, and they were allowed against the objections of Greg and count uh, Greg and Catherine's counsel. Uh, they were, the plaintiff's attorneys were allowed to question them about the Los Angeles County case and who at Los Angeles County had seen the data and who at Los Angeles, you know, what they had seen at Los Angeles County. First off, 
Greg and Catherine have nothing to do with Los Angeles County's case mm-hmm. other than they provided a tip to Los Angeles County. That's it. Once they gave them that tip, it was hands off for them. LA County's running their own investigation, has their own, you know, uh, uh, investigators that are looking into thing and has come to conclusions in the, in the case and that they are bringing against Eugene U. Now things got pushed out beyond. Uh, I believe, and I believe this is, was done for, for political reasons, good or bad. You know, it's, it's, it, it's not for me to say, but there was a decision, I believe, made to push things out beyond the election as to not um, conflate this case as having something to do with anything political. Because in reality, um, while, yes, this has to do with a election management system, this does not have to do with the outcome of the election. It has to do with Chinese, uh, you know, essentially um, U.S. persons, PII, ending up on Chinese servers, number one, and the potential for Chinese to have access to an election management system, which does connect to, you know, U.S. government systems. Right. And, right. and government systems that are part of the election. And that is not necessarily the case in every county and every state, but it certainly is in the case of states that have what they call a top-down uh, voter registration system. Uh, I know of at least in, in one case uh, where there's a voter registration system uh, of a state that is statewide uh, where I saw PII that clearly was voter registration rolls that were on Chinese servers. I can mm-hmm. say I saw it with my own eyes. I saw with my own eyes election judges PII on Chinese servers. I saw with my own eyes, um, you know, uh, the the an inventory list of all of the election equipment, including the serial numbers and the 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 uh, uh, the the model numbers of the different types of equipment. You know everything from USBs to the actual voting machines themselves uh, in a a inventory list on Chinese servers. If that is not alarming to people, mm-hmm. I don't know what is. You know, and of course, you know the PII of of poll workers including bank accounts, uh, names, social security numbers. This is a huge problem. This is not something that should be ignored. And how the hell this judge is ignoring this is beyond me. I I really don't understand. Well, don't forget their children as well. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why that would be necessary to include with that list if if this data was only about poll workers. Uh, You know, that's getting a little bit personal, a little bit private. And the first thing I thought, Nate, when I saw that, uh, you know, all the the totality of the information that was kept on that Chinese server uh, was that this is, uh, you know, excellent material if you wanted to blackmail somebody. Um, You know, you have every single bit of information about their public, their private life, their public life as well, because you got their places of employment. uh, And then you also know everything about their families. Now, what do we know about Judge Kenneth Hoyt? Uh, Do we have any type of insight that we can draw from his past cases and decisions? Sure. I've looked into, you know, uh, Kenneth Hoyt wanting to kind of have an understanding of, you know, what makes this man tick? Um, and, and of course, I can only speculate, and this is just my opinion. Um, but I did see some things that were, you know, disturbing, you know, about him. One of those things was a case that he was involved with uh, a while ago uh, that involved a judge um, uh, who who opened his court sessions with prayer, and uh, and the judge was then sued 
um, by a, you know, an atheist organization. I think the freedom from religion, um, you know, foundation or something like that. And, uh, Kenneth, uh, Hoyt ended up getting the case without a trial. He made a summary judgment essentially that, uh, that prayer in the courtroom, it was inappropriate. Uh, it was inappropriate for the judge to, to, you know, open his court hearings with prayer. And, uh, that went before the Fifth Circuit and was overruled and, uh, was overturned, thankfully. So, you know, it leads me to believe that this judge may have some bias against Christians. And we know that Greg and Catherine are very open and public about their faith. And so I do have concerns about that, uh, that this judge, uh, maybe, you know, having some sort of bias, uh, you know, over their public, uh, admission of their faith. Um, there's also, you know, some other things too. Um, you know, this judge, there's, there, you go back and you, you find that there's an interesting, another case that was interesting that, uh, this case, uh, that this judge had that he had to recuse himself of, um, was there was a case previously where, um, uh, and I, I'm trying to remember what exactly, um, the, the case was, but he was involved in a case where he had to recuse himself because he had made racist statements inside the courtroom, you know, where he basically said that they should get rid of, uh, or they shouldn't, account, uh, should not allow the admission of evidence because it was written by a bunch of white people. So, huh. you know, when you think about that, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things here to call into question, uh, you know, the integrity of this judge and, and the motives that he has, uh, against this. Now, um, you know, against uh, Greg and, and Catherine. So I, I find it interesting uh, that, you know, that these things have not come to light or been brought uh, to the public yet. But uh, I know that, um, you know, Greg and Catherine are are trying to do the right thing. I know that they are, in fact, um, you know, have, have done everything that they believe, you know, is right uh, in terms of, of trying to protect their country. I mean, they, they you know, we're working with the FBI and then they went forward and they made it public because the FBI agent they were working with, uh, once Washington DC got their hooks into this investigation, things started turning, you know, turning a, in a different direction. And they were warned by their, their agent, by their handler, uh, that they needed to take the nuclear option and go public. And so they did. And that's what the pit was all about. Right. And, uh, and it was through the pit that I guess is how LA County found out about it. And LA County approached them and they provided information to LA County. Uh, but this judge, uh, you know, he's he has it out for him. And uh, it doesn't seem to matter uh, that this case is based entirely on a farce. And not to mention, you know, the burden of proof falls on the plaintiff. It doesn't, you know, Greg and Catherine don't have to prove their innocence. It's the other way around. You know, Connich has to prove they're guilty. And so far, there's been no appearance by the plaintiff in this court at all. So when you think about that, uh, you know, don't we have a right to face our accusers under the Constitution? I believe we do. Is that because Eugene Yu is on house arrest in Michigan? He's unable to leave the state, perhaps? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But certainly Connich is, is uh, I, you know, I don't know if the lawsuit is, uh, uh, if, you know, even if, let's just say he can't leave uh, Michigan, uh, he can still appear in video. Correct. Yeah. You no, know, the court has the ability to be able to do that. So there's no excuse for this case going the way that it's going without, you know, them having a chance to face their accusers. Well, it's a- you, absolutely inappropriate. 
What can you tell us about the line of questioning uh, Connick is has been pursuing in an attempt to, I, I, I guess, prove their case or prove that True the Vote had defamed them in some way? So, interestingly enough, um, there's been no admission, uh, or I should say, there's been no denial, okay, um, by anybody at Connick that yes, PII ended up on Chinese servers. Mm-hmm. They haven't denied that. They haven't denied that they've had, uh, except, by the way, except in their initial filing. Their initial filing is full of lie after lie, right? which is really interesting. So, you know, how this case hasn't been thrown out, it blows my mind. But um, but the line of questioning has been very interesting. Um, it would appear to me that the line of questioning has been entirely designed to try to get information out of Greg and Catherine to try to have some sort of discovery as to what information that L.A. County may have on Eugene. Because remember, Eugene's offices and home were raided by L.A. County District Attorney's Bureau of Investigation, as well as by uh, East Lansing PD and and Ingham County Sheriff's Department. and um, Meridian Township as well. That's right. Meridian yeah. Township. Yep. Yeah. So when you and when Eugene you think was on his that, way to the airport, we should also mention that Eugene was found with uh, with a go bag and a whole bunch of cash. Yeah. And and no cell phone. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that means he didn't <laughs> want to be tracked. That's right. Yeah. So so when you look at 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 what when you look at what's going on right now against him, OK, um, it would appear that his lawyers are attempting to get information, uh, you know, in order for him to potentially obstruct justice Mm -hmm. and why the judge. So the, the Catherine and Greg's uh, lawyers uh, tried to object to a line of questioning that was going way outside the bounds of the TRO. Okay. Um, The TRO was specifically about this supposed hack that happened in a hotel room that Greg, you know, witnessed. Okay. And the judge was allowing a line of questioning to happen against the objection of the attorneys that had nothing to do with that. That had to do with LA County's investigation, which they don't have any, you know, knowledge of. Um, there, it was a lot of things that were going on in that courtroom that did not uh, seem to make sense and that were inconsistent. Uh, the fact that the judge overruled every single objection that was made by Catherine and Greg's lawyers. And every single time that the plaintiff's attorneys objected to something the judge sustained it. And I mean, every single time. So it, it was completely uh, a, a one-sided courtroom, uh, completely biased against Catherine and Greg. So I've seen a lot of people in the chat asking what they can do to help. Obviously, prayers for Greg and Catherine. I think that Absolutely. that's you know, the number Look, one the, thing. They took, they took the bold. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
radioactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Statement. Of do, or the bold action of doing the right thing. Look, if, if confidential informants don't feel like what they're doing is going to be held confidential and their lives are going to be put at risk, we're not going to have confidential informants. That's well, why there are laws against public disclosure of these things. Look, so, look at so, what happened in Congress with the, the fake Ukraine whistleblower. You couldn't say Eric Charamella online. Uh, you right. know, who knows who, who it actually was. But I mean, when it, it you know, it seems to be very lopsided, uh, Nate. I mean, this is, you know, the another one that's the order of the day. We have a, a two sided justice system, an unequal system of justice. Uh, right. Every time the scales uh, tip in the balance of, of the left, you know, the, the law must be adhered to. To, we have to, uh, you know, 100% go along with everything. If you even consider naming somebody, you know, and nobody's lives were in danger with the Ukraine garbage. But this is a real life and death situation. The Chinese do it, not play around. Is. No, they don't. No. And, and you know, and the, the confidential informant in question, uh, th- this is something that, that kind of blew my mind as well. So in the judge's mind, so Greg basically said, I can't reveal, I'm not going to unmask a FBI confidential informant. This guy does work, you know, on the border 
you know, that has to deal with the, the drug cartels and human trafficking and, and, and all of that. And the judge goes, well, we didn't know that until you said it. Yes, but think about this. The moment that this man is named, okay, everybody in the cartels is going to know this guy's an FBI confidential foreman, right. regardless of whether, you know, he had told the court that or not. So the, so the, the, it's, it's a, a preposterous idea that you're going to name a name of an individual who is in league with the FBI on any matter, because now you expose him to everything that the guy is involved with. Mm-hmm. And so it, you know, essentially trying to get this guy killed. There's no other, you know, that, that's what essentially what it amounts to. Now you asked what people can do to help. All right. I am telling you guys right now. This judge not only is putting them in jail, but is likely going to fine them every single day that they do not give up this name. And as far as I know, I don't know that they're even being offered bail. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a political, they're being held as political prisoners. I'm asking people, whoever has the ability to donate to True the Vote, please do so. Okay. They are, they're, of course, they're, they're being sued right now by six different, I think, people right now. Uh, you know, for, for the things that they've exposed, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, these lawsuits are frivolous lawsuits, but they are absolutely being sued. Uh, the cost of lawyers is not cheap. I know when I was a whistleblower, uh, it ended up costing, uh, $200,000 for the defense and, and, uh, whistleblowing legal fees that covered my case. Thankfully, Thank God somebody stepped in who had the means and paid for my entire defense. Had they not done that, I may not be a free man today mm-hmm. because I would have been, you know, basically rolled over by a system that has an unlimited number of resources and I wouldn't be able to do anything. You know, by the way, it, you know, ironically or, or coincidentally, however you want to say it, today is five years to the date that I carried out classified documents out of the FBI and handed them into the to the HIPSI. To this day, five years ago, and I don't find that to be, you know, a coincidence. I think no. God's hand is in this situation here. There's something that is about to be exposed, I believe, in our country, and I believe it's more than just, um, you know, a matter of of Chinese spying or a matter of, uh, you know, poor security practices of a company, and or or even, you know, this this issue with a, a judge not understanding technology. Um, there's something I want to read to you. Okay. And pull it up real quick. I mean, here. just, you know, from my own personal opinion, the, the level of ignorance or, you know, willful, uh, um, you know, <laughs> disregard for anything that has, uh, has been revealed or come before. I mean, y- y- you have to believe that it's a-, a lot more than just a stupid judge or, uh, a judge who has a personal vendetta against these people. I mean, Again, we're talking about national security interests right. of the United States of America. Election integrity is paramount to the majority of citizens here. And this judge, in taking the line that he has, is directly putting the people at risk that have done the most in recent memory to expose right. uh, the flaws that are inherent in that system. And you you have to begin asking yourself, you know, why is that? Why would this judge be willing to put these people's lives at risk over and above the United States of America to the benefit of the Chinese Communist Party? What 
possible reason could there be? And again, it's not even just the Chinese Communist Party. We are in Texas here, okay? And the cartel is a major benefactor, I would imagine, for a a lot of powerful people down there. Otherwise, how do they continue to to go about their business uh, on a daily basis? Look, look, the the cartel is directly involved, okay, with China. I mean, there's a whole thing about fentanyl fentanyl and where the precursors to all the fentanyl is coming from, and it's coming out of China, okay? Um, Listen, there was something that I came across, and in, in, in my wife actually, um, ironically, the time that she found this was on the day that I got back from court, and it was in her Bible study that day. Uh, they were studying about the King Jehoshaphat in Second uh, Chronicles uh, chapter 19, verse 5 through 7. But it says that he appointed judges throughout the nation in all of the fortified towns, and he said to them, Always think carefully before pronouncing judgment. Remember that you do not judge to please people, but to please the Lord. He will be with you when you render the verdict in each case. Fear the Lord and judge with integrity. For the Lord our God does not tolerate perverted justice, partiality, or taking of bribes. I hope, I hope that this judge fears the Lord. Because if he doesn't, I'm telling you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end badly for him. And that's not a threat from me. That's a threat from the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make that clear, you know, that this is what the word of God says, that judges hold a position in the land that is above others, that has authority over others. And God does not take lightly to judges that pervert justice. He doesn't take lightly to partiality or the taking of bribes. It's just like where you see in the Proverbs where he says that a false witness is something that he finds to be an abomination. So you have in, in in this case you have a judge that is perverting justice and you have a a plaintiff uh, that has basically built a case on lies. You know, I found an article about uh, Judge Hoyt from uh, 2019. It's kind of ironic what he says in here. Um, He's talking about a situation in 1990 where he was pulled over and he believed that he hadn't been pulled over for any valid valid reason. Um, And he stated that, uh, you know, in this stop, he had the right to be treated no better or worse than any other citizen. And that is supposed to be the way that the courts are 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 meant to uh, to act. That's that's how everything is supposed to be. You know, you are innocent until proven guilty, and uh, civil matters are different from criminal matters. Uh, you know, we have a hierarchy of laws in the United States, and, you know, when we're talking about a, a very sensitive national security case with implications for life and death, uh, you know, that would certainly take precedence over the claims of a company that has been indicted in uh, county court in, in Los Angeles and and likely could stand to be indicted in, in other places throughout the United States, a whole host of them. You know, I yeah. mean, uh, I, I talked about this uh, on a separate episode before, but I mean, uh, you know, we've kind of danced around how this is connected to the larger election system. But you can take a look at the Allegheny County, Pennsylvania website and see, as we stated, that the uh, poll chief software is directly connected to the, the voter database. And so That's that, right. that is part of the election system. You and know, let's so- not forget. Let's not forget that that the voter registration system in Pennsylvania is a statewide system. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe poultry only operates in Allegheny County, but 
it has an API access into the voter registration system in order to validate uh, potential poll workers that want to, you know, apply for a poll worker job. They have to validate that information. Okay. Anybody can go on and do a cursory check and can find out that the information that's needed to validate that that person is a poll worker or that or that person is a registered voter in the state, they have to provide the social security number and they have to provide the name, address, and phone number and birth date. All of that PII is stuff that poll chief has access to. So that gives them pretty deep access to a lot of information that uh, the Chinese government shouldn't have. And yet there it is. It's and all. That, and that the Chinese government wants. Yeah, okay? absolutely. You know, I mean, people have to understand that, that, you know, th- this is one of the things that, uh, that we recommended in our, our follow-up or our, our findings, you know, all of these email addresses, okay. Government email addresses, people's personal email addresses. First off the federal government, I know for a fact, has a requirement to report this information to anybody mm-hmm. whose PII has been leaked. Okay. That going all the way back to the OMB case. Okay. When everybody at the government had their stuff, you know, leaked and they, they have a right to be notified of that so that they can watch and monitor their credit for anybody attempting to steal their identity. Okay. So I have, this is part of my frustration, I guess. Okay. With why they've held off on, on going public with some of this stuff. Uh, and notifying counties. And I do know for a fact that they have held off notifying counties because I spoke to a county on this issue. And I asked them because, of course, people have come to us and they've asked us to provide them, you know, access to evidence, which I've provided, uh, you know, to to um, uh, to the investigating officer in the case that we were assisting with. And I have referred them to and I've directed them to to that county, okay, or to that DA's office, say, hey, you need to talk talk to them and request access. And I was told by one county in particular, we asked for this information a week ago, and we've heard nothing, okay? I find that to be abhorrent because you have people whose PII right now, okay, has been leaked that don't even know it. They have no idea their information is in the hands of the Chinese. You have counties who have uh, IP, or sorry, not IP, um, email addresses, okay, that have been leaked, county email addresses that if you wanted to start a spear phishing campaign okay against them you would have everything you need to do that and that is what they do that is what the prc and the pla does they attack they they gather information so that they can do a spear phishing campaign and and target specific people that are in government so that they can hopefully get malware into the system because somebody clicks on the wrong link or thinks that oh it's an email from you know something that that they're supposed to get and they open it. Next thing you know, the whole system's been infected with uh, malware. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I have a concern that uh, just from a cybersecurity perspective, that uh, regardless of, of poll chief, regardless of the voter registration system and that, you know, the implications over the security of that part of the election system, I've got concerns that they have all this information. What are they going to do with it? Are That's, they going to launch a spear phishing campaign? Yeah. Uh, are they going to steal identities? Mm-hmm. Are they going to fraudulently charge stuff to people's credit cards? And we don't know. Are they going to sell this information on the black market? We right. don't know. 
Well, I would imagine any and all, you know, and I always go back to blackmail. I mean, once you have access to somebody's email, I mean, this is a messed up world that we live in today. You know, you have access to somebody's email, you get access to their social media, you find out who is in a position of power that's doing something they shouldn't or who is cheating on their husband or wife. And that becomes the easiest possible fulcrum that you can use to get what you want out of that person. Maybe you can't get there through a spear phishing campaign, but you can get there through somebody his own, uh, you know, lascivious behavior. Uh, you get them to upload the, uh, uh, the the malware to the system for you. You know, I mean, there's just so many different ways how this could go south and how, you know, in all likelihood, it probably has. You know, I, I have no illusion that the information that was on that server was was kept private. I mean, wh- what was the statement from the uh, Connect employee about starting to keep data private or or starting to ensure that there was a level of security around this stuff the guy that worked for Seidel. yeah so so basically uh the cto of the company you know had sent an email to the employees um ironically this came in at exactly the time that everybody was was uh you know at uh you know performing the search warrant okay <laughs> but this email came in basically saying hey you know everybody we've got to secure you know, and make sure that we, we do a better job of security and uh, we can't allow for, uh, you know, PII, you know, to, to, uh, you know, to be, you know, leaking onto, um, you know, Chinese servers. Cause somebody could argue, somebody could make the argument that, um, that you can have software developed in China and you can just provide dummy information. Right. Um, but I can tell you, uh, there's, there's nothing dummy about the information that was provided. And the funny thing about it is, um, you know, it's also somebody could also make the counter argument that a email statement like that being sent out right at the time that investigators are there doing their search warrant was intentionally done to, you know, provide a a, a plausible deniability. Know, exactly. It was a cover exactly. your ass moment. That's my, exactly what mind I you. That's right. Yeah. Mind you, there were cameras in every single room. So I mean, I've I've been working a lot of places. But this place had a camera in every room, you know, every single angle, every room. Uh, and who knows where that data feed of those cameras was going to. But they certainly knew, you know, when officers arrived on scene, no doubt about it. Sounds like the Pelosi residence. <laughs> <laughs> no comment on that. Uh, one, but yeah, <laughs> that's another story. That's another show. Yeah. OK. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so uh, when. Uh, okay, so are, are you are you at all planning to uh, have a conversation with uh, the True the Vote legal team? Uh, do you expect to get any uh, updates uh, later on today? I, I already I already have had conversations with them. I was obviously okay. down there, yeah, um, in the courtroom, you know, communicating with them. Um, I had uh, provided a highly redacted report and um, sworn statement, uh, you know, on these matters of what what my company had discovered, you know, in our assistance and in investigation. Um, but the, you know, the way the judge was behaving, the decision was made, you know, this is first off, he's not likely to allow testimony from anybody else. And, uh, you know, secondly, uh, it wouldn't make sense to, you know, to, to even uh, try to bring this up. I mean, the guy was objecting to everything uh, that the attorneys were doing. So um, I asked uh uh, yesterday, I said, hey, you know, look, can you guys put me on the stand? I'm more than willing to testify in this case, you know, if if it will help to, um, you know, to get this case thrown out because the, the the 
the premise of the case is based on a false premise. The premise of the TRO, as far as I'm concerned, is based on a false premise. We confirmed, uh, you know, that the servers that, so while I never saw any of this data that was being brought up in this case, okay, um, because we, we went in through essentially through, um, the front door with a search warrant and, uh, you know, accessed systems via the search warrant. Okay. Um, the, the reality is, is that the data that I saw and the data that I, that my company and my, my team were able to confirm it, it goes along with what was told by, by what Greg had seen. Okay. Greg doesn't, you know, and, and, and Catherine doesn't know what I've seen. Okay. I haven't shared, you know, uh, they, they don't know. All right. But what he said matches up with what we saw. So in other words, we saw data, PII, poll worker data, uh, equipment lists, um, you know, poll uh, election judge data uh, for multiple counties. And we didn't see all of them because the, the tool sets that we were in, um, you know, only hold that data for 180 days. Now there are there are uh, there's a possibility that some of the other equipment seized may provide you know further you know um, further information and, and we we hope that to be the case. But regardless, I mean, there's enough information that we saw and handed over um, that you know that that clearly you know shows uh, uh, that all of this information was on Chinese servers. Okay, servers that you know were in Beijing and uh, and servers that were in Wuhan. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, you know, what is it that no, nothing good comes from Wuhan. <laughs> so I hear the food sucks too. Yeah. There's uh nothing good, nothing good coming out of Wuhan. Uh, Nate, we're going to be wrapping it up here in just a moment. So I want to go through the uh, thank yous over here on Foxhole and see if there's any questions for you. Uh, who cares? Thank you for that cookie. Lou V. appreciate the gold pills. Uh, Tamar growl. Thank you for that can. Warrior for Jesus says, Father God, I pray for the evil of this world will be exposed to your children in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Just Ducky says, it seems now is a battle of setting precedents. It's just how they will use them in court. Um, So, yeah, on that note, uh, (laughs) what does this say for future cases of this type? I mean, nothing like this has ever happened, as far as I know. Um, and it does seem to be a very dangerous precedent, you know? I mean, I would imagine in all of your uh, experiences in court cases, you've never seen anything like this either. No, never. And I'll tell you, one of the things that the one of the most dangerous precedents is that set in this case is that anybody who is a confidential informant to the FBI or any other government agent, for that matter, better realize that their name could be exposed at any time by a reckless judge like this. Right. So, so if you are a, a, you know, if you are a confidential informant, um, don't expect that confidentiality to mean anything. It is absolutely worthless unless the people who know that you're a confidential informant have the integrity of people like Greg and Catherine, where they're willing to go to jail to protect that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Who cares? Says, remember, the name of the CI was filed under seal in the federal case in L.A. Now, based upon that, if the judge wanted to gain information, that specific information from that case in L.A., couldn't he just do that, seeing as how he's a federal judge? I don't know. Um, I'm certain that that the ADA was willing to talk to him and was willing to provide him specific information. And yet. The judge said, I don't care. 
And when when one of the judges stood up to you know to to object to it, he told the judge, "Sit down, or you can leave the courtroom." You know, threatened to throw out the wow. the uh, attorneys. So I mean, it's just insane. So and another odd thing about this is Ken- Kenneth Hoyt is retired, isn't he? I mean, didn't he uh, he retire several years ago? I mean, why is he? Yeah. So he is he is a senior. Uh, he's a senior judge, and um, um, I don't fully understand how this works, but it, they're kind of semi-retired, and they have a very light caseload. And I don't know if they get to pick the cases that they, you know, decide to participate in, or if it's, you know, if it's offered to them, or how that works. So that would be a question for somebody that has a better understanding of our federal courts. Okay. Uh, Enrique Alvarado, thank you for that cookie. Just D says, uh, precipice coming soon. Yeah, you know, every time I think that we have uh, have stepped up to that edge, you know, something else happens. Um, obviously, Nate, the election coming up here in just about a week, um, this is going to be a, a crazy time between now and then. I, I've basically expected anything and everything to be a possibility. Uh, Certainly by locking Greg and Catherine up, I mean, it takes them out of the public conversation for themselves. You know, they can't be out there making statements and, uh, um, you know, I guess rallying the troops, if you will, to get people to, um, uh, you know, keep up the cheerleading on this stuff and make sure that we're raising awareness. And I think as a result of that, it's even more important for us to ensure that we continue to beat those drums as loud as we can. And, you know, another great way, guys, share the show. Do me a favor. Put it out there on social media. Let people know what happened. I am going to be changing the title of the stream to reflect the fact that Greg and Catherine have been uh, arrested. And uh, Nate, definitely uh, when you get information about whether or not they're going to be able to post bond, please make sure that you let me know and I can update everybody on that as well. Um, what what about the, uh, uh, the, the, the the people who arrested them? Was this like local county Texas uh, no, sheriff's US office? Marshals. U.S. Marshals. Okay. Now, yeah. is that the federal court? So. I don't know. Um, I mean, it is a federal court, so I imagine it would be a federal agencies. And my understanding of the U.S. Marshal system is that they um, they are the ones who do, in fact, handle uh, prisoners and prisoner exchange and, and all of that. Remember, you know, when somebody gets, um, you know, transported you know, from a federal court, it's a U.S. Marshal that does it. So mm-hmm. I don't think that's unusual. I think that is actually um, normal for a federal court. OK, uh, Just D says, thank you, Nate. Informative as always. And then also says, thanks, Zach. Great work. Thank you very, very much for that. Appreciate that, guys. Uh, real briefly over on Buy Me a Coffee, I had seen that somebody dropped something right before we began. Let me see if there's any question attached to that. Uh, Lou Ann V uh, said, are you coming back to Twitter or what in my natural New York City accent? Forget about it. Um I am hoping I'm coming back to Twitter. Uh, here's the thing is I only have one phone number right now, and that phone number is is banned on Twitter. I can't use it, and uh, you have to have your, your phone number. Um, also, all of my email addresses have, have been passed around to all of these um, tech companies, and I'm on like a preemptive ban list. I've, I've, been, I've attempted to join a couple of websites recently uh, where I just was not allowed to do so, and they would not allow me uh, any type of explanation telling me why that might be. And the only thing I can think of is that I am Zach Payne of Red Pill 78. That's the only thing that makes any sense. Uh, thank you to uh, Floor. Good to see you again, Floor. She says, uh, great show as always. Blessed. Best, Floor Riccio. Uh, and then Andrew Rawlings. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, all right. And one more check over here on Lisa's Cash App because I am banned from Cash App and I can't use it. Thank you 
very much to everybody who has supported the show. Uh, Nate, a- any final thoughts for the audience? Uh, a- anything that you want us to keep an eye on? A- any uh, action items for us? Yes. So this issue with Connich is not unique to Connich, mm-hmm. and that's something that, that people need to understand. Um, I want people to look up 15 CFR Chapter 7, okay? It has to deal with our national uh, uh, critical infrastructure. So when you think of national critical infrastructure, that includes things, yes, like elections, but it also includes things like power, utilities. Um, you know, the, every analyst that I have seen that is dealing with geopolitics and, uh, you know, international relations is saying that we are likely going to be at war with China within the next five to seven years. And that's based on um, movements that are being made by China and the current government of China, Xi, and um, uh, what is happening with Taiwan. And so I want, you know, th- I want your listeners to understand that this situation of China having infiltration into any of our national critica- critical infrastructure is a national security emergency. It is something that should be taken seriously. I mean, even the FBI and DOJ just recently came out and they had um, a press conference where they talked about Chinese infiltration and spies. So we have to take this stuff seriously. It should not be ignored. And this is a problem for a lot of companies that are out there and a lot of people who are, are um, you know, it, it's hard. I, I don't necessarily um, blame a company for making mistakes. Okay. But in this case, it seemed pretty willful what was going on. I mean, talking full-blown software development and support by Chinese contractors. This is now, no mistake. I mean, and you know, and yeah. even more than that, Nate, it wasn't just, you know, they were using software developers in China. I mean, Eugene Yu is a Chinese citizen. Eugene Yu developed the software that is the software in China for their election systems. Eugene Yu started correct. All these companies in China and then brought them over here to the United States and they had a plan in place. They put it out there on their own Chinese websites talking about how they plan to become the number one election software provider to all of these different municipalities. And they've done it. OK, you know, I mean, so, so here here's a question that and this is something that people should be doing. OK. People need to be writing their congresspersons, Mm -hmm. making them aware of this story. They need to be talking about these issues. They need to be expressing their concerns, especially if you are in a county that uses poll chief. You absolutely should expect that your data has likely been leaked Mm -hmm. and you need to be contacting your congressmen, your senators, your governors and raising holy hell about this to them, because I guarantee you they're not telling you what's going on. Okay. The fact that our federal government, you know, has it, what are what are they doing about it? This information has been out now for what a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. What have they done to make any public statement about this? Has the FBI made a public statement about it? No. Okay. Has DOJ made a public statement about it? Well, they they did have that joint well, like, press conference the other day talking yes. about the the dangers of but malign have, has, foreign actors. Have they but notified nothing. anybody no. about their PII? No. 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 And uh, also several weeks ago, I asked the audience to go and check on their own counties, cities and states websites uh, for their elections. 
to determine whether or not poll chief was in use. And many of them did. Uh, it was in use in many of these places. And I know that they went and contacted those municipal governments. And I, I haven't heard anything back from anybody. So if you're watching this right now and you're one of those people who did follow through on that, please send me an email and let me know what's happening. Let me know who you spoke with uh, and let me know if there's been any progress. Uh, if they, if these if these communities, uh, the governments in these communities need any of this information or, or they need uh, a, a point of contact uh, on this, I, I would be happy to help out. Because I, I'm shocked that there hasn't been at least one additional investigation that that has been, uh, you know, announced at this point. Uh, I mean, it's it, it. I don't know. Maybe it's not all that shocking, but it's effed up. You know, I mean, it's it's really messed up. And, and maybe for some reason they're hoping to do it after the election. Maybe they don't want to appear as if they've jumped on the uh, election denier bandwagon. But this isn't about denying what happened in the elections. It's so simple. It's about the personal identifying information of U.S. citizens being housed right. on Chinese servers. And then it goes deeper than that. But we can start there. We can start with that one issue. And then hopefully the investigations can lead to uncover additional crimes that have been committed. Uh, all right. So, uh, yes. And uh, uh, somebody mentioned E.H. Kyle mentions that Connick was busted down in Australia, too. Yeah, I believe that they uh, they had a contract with them and then uh, the their poll management software was so messed up they uh, they kicked them out and they held congressional hearings down there or parliamentary hearings I guess it would be but yeah well let's so, not forget too uh, yeah so so uh, Connick does business with Canada and uh, with Australia as well and yep. Canada should be concerned okay uh, they should be concerned as well very concerned. All right, uh, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and pass out the gold pills over here on the foxhole. And I just wanted to say thank you one more time to Nate for joining us today. Appreciate uh, you letting us know what you saw there in the courtroom and uh, giving us the, the latest on what's happening with Greg and Catherine. Um, I, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can only imagine uh, the position that they're in. You know, Catherine texted me over the weekend and said, hey, I just want to let you know that, you know, we're scheduled to be arrested on Monday. And I wanted to make sure you heard about it before it came out in the press and you know, I just I, I never would have believed, Nate, never in my wildest dreams would have believed that this would be the result of this Connick investigation. You know, um, I think many of us were overjoyed when uh, L.A. County filed those charges and Eugene and his business were raided. Uh, never in my wildest nightmares did I imagine that this is where we were going to find ourselves. Yeah. All right. Well, it definitely it definitely puts a damper on people wanting to you know, provide tips or, or, oh, yeah. you know, do any kind of, uh, Big cool uh investigation on their own. You know, I mean, this is the same thing that happened with me with my whistleblowing, right? Yep. Why did the FBI raid me as a federal whistleblower? Mm -hmm. Because they wanted to shut me down and shut up everybody else in the FBI who was concerned about matters and wanted to, you know, blow the whistle. But thank God there have been several FBI whistleblowers recently that have come out to expose what is going on politically within the FBI. And my hope is that this will not dampen, uh, you know, in, or, you know, will not cause people to not, you know, expose things. But in fact, will encourage them uh, that if there's two people that are willing to to pay the ultimate price here of, you know, putting their freedom on the line, uh, you know, for truth, that others will be encouraged to do the same. And, you know, if enough of us rise up, OK, if enough of us do the right thing, eventually they're not going to be able to continue to silence us because too many people are going to come out and say, hey, Enough is enough. You can't keep silencing us. And I do think that it starts with with uh, with us getting in contact with our legislators 
You know, they are our representatives. You know, judges can be impeached. Okay. Let's not forget that the Senate has that power. And, uh, and I do think that this judge should be impeached. I do believe that. All right. Well, I absolutely agree. Call your senators, call your congressmen, write them letters, send them emails. Do not let up. This is a travesty of justice. And uh, Greg and Catherine absolutely do not deserve the way they've been treated. Kenneth Hoyt should be completely stripped of all of his duties and taken off the bench. All right. Thank you very much once again for being here, Nate. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody out there in the audience. Do me a favor. Please consider liking and sharing the broadcast. Hit that plus sign. Hit the uh, the red pill, wherever it is. If you're over on Getter, give me a couple of hearts. And until tonight, when I will be back at 6.30 p.m. to exclusively stream a town hall live call between President Trump and J.R. Majewski, I will see you then. So I'll be here at 6 p.m. getting ready for that, and I will see you guys at that time. Until then, good luck and God bless. God bless.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.